Hey everyone, Tamara and Kate here. Last episode, we talked about hearing God's voice and how important it is to learn the ways in which he speaks to us. And today, guys, we are going to take it just a step further. We're going to talk about once you finally decide to grow in your faith, or in this case, try to uh, figure out the different ways that God speaks to you, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're probably going to run into some difficulty there and maybe even discouragement. Yep. But just know that that is completely normal. And as Christians, you should just expect it. Anytime you mm -hmm. decide to make God your target, just know that you're going to remain his, as in the enemy. Okay. So just knowing that changes everything. Okay. It's a game. It really is. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And uh, here we go. You're listening to New Beginnings Healing Ministry Podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Tamara. And we're your hosts. We've personally seen God at work in our own lives and in those around us. We see the Christian life as a battle, and it's one we're willing to fight. Join us as we talk about faith, family, hope, and healing. We believe that where there's hope, there's healing. And with each and every day comes a new beginning. So our last episode, we talked about how God speaks to Kate and I, and it really just comes down to knowing the different ways that he does. You know, like Kate said, you know, we can come through with nature, can come through as a, like I said, come through in a conversation just in my head. But you know what's funny is, is for me personally, I didn't even know like back years ago when God was speaking to me that that was God, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, then you start realizing how would I even know some of these things unless it was God, you know, and, and you've got to have faith. You have to trust in him. And if you don't believe, then you will really have a hard time hearing him. Right. Yeah, I agree. And that goes with, you know, believing that God can speak to you and also, you know, our loved ones yeah. and our, you know, the communion of saints. As mm -hmm. Catholics, we believe in the communion of saints. And, you know, we have a lot of family here on earth, but we have even more in heaven, which right. is such an amazing thought. I love that. Um, so we're not alone, you know, and they mm -hmm. want to help us get to heaven. And I keep saying, you know, every time, you know, either in the, on the blog or, you know, with this podcast, I keep thinking I have, you know, the, my favorite story about my brother who was killed. I keep thinking that it's the best story. But then I come up with another one, and it's mm -hmm. like, oh, this is my favorite one. So the one I'm going to tell today will hopefully help you because I was at a very, very low point, okay? Um I mean, I'll, I'll get into that, but just knowing that our loved ones can reach us mm -hmm. and help us, mm -hmm. you know, you have to believe that because like Tamara just said, if you don't believe it, then it will be really difficult yeah. to, you know, start noticing it. And I just wanted to share this too. Um, I was looking up, you know, as a Catholic, you know, do we believe in ghosts? And you know, I could get into it in detail here, but I won't. Basically, what they're saying is that we do believe in ghosts from hell, ghosts from purgatory, and ghosts from heaven. Yep. Okay? And it goes into, you know, different things talking about, you know, the ones from hell. Obviously, those are the deceptive spirits. And, you know, the scary, the ghost <laughs> stories that you think of around Halloween that yeah. I don't even know how people get into those because <laughs> I'm telling you guys, nope. like, that stuff... <laughs> takes form and it's frightening. Yes. Um, 
but it's it's fine. If you like ghost stories, then I have one for you today. But I call it a saint story, okay, because I don't like the whole ghost thing. But, um, you know, the purgatory ones, they say that those ghosts are the ones that are sad. In fact, they've been known to take form and actually ask for prayers to get out. And the third type of ghost is the ghosts from heaven, okay? And these are the happy spirits of dead friends and family. And these are also the ones that they come back to us to help us, you know, to help the living. And knowing that all will be well when things seem like they're falling apart, that mm -hmm. can be priceless, okay? So the story that I'm going to share with you, it was actually, it's back in 2011, and I was having a very difficult time. You know, I, I had just gotten married, and my husband, he worked in the oil fields in Canada. And when he would leave for four to six weeks at a time, I would just be at my house, and, you know, I would see all of his stuff just laying there. And, you know, clothes hanging in the closet, shoes right where he left them. And it would take me right back to the days of, you know, after Dan died, you know, we would all go around the house and we'd see his toys right where he left them. We would see his clothes in the laundry still, oh. you know, all of his new school supplies, just everything. And it's kind of awkward because you see it and it's like, okay, do I put this in a box and put it away so no one else sees it and gets, you know, completely depressed over this? Or, you know, it's just, it's just kind of, it's a process. So when I would see all my husband's stuff, obviously, you know, I would kind of flash back to that. So, and this is what we were kind of talking about earlier, when you are just in a really bad place, okay, and you're feeling depressed, and you try to take that first step out, mm -hmm. you know, that first step to mm -hmm. really make an effort to get better, and it's like you get hit down even harder. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're, it's like quicksand, okay? And that is when you need to really know that you're not alone and you need to get, you just need to beg God to help you. Yep. Because sometimes we think we know what we need for healing, but really God sees what we need. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we go outside and we may break a leg or an arm and we go and we, we think what needs to be done is, you know, put a cast on it. Well, really, the doctor sees that we need to, you know, break it again and do this and do, you know, fix the ligaments. And, you know, he sees the whole picture for what it is and he fix everything accordingly so that we can heal properly. Okay. And that's kind of how God is. He, he does that too. So he sees our wounds and he heals them accordingly from the inside out because we need spiritual healing before any physical Mm -hmm. At least that's how I feel. No, I don't awesome, know. I, that's such a that's a great example. I don't know. So anyway, so going back to this time, you know, here I am trying to dig myself out of a massive hole that I was going into. And I thought, okay, I'm going to have a Dan day. Okay. And that's basically what it sounds like. I would set aside these days to where I would spend with my brother. You know, I would go to the grave. I would go and get a coffee. And I would really do whatever I felt like God was telling me to do. Okay. I would just let him lead me. And <clears throat> I did ask, you know, okay, Lord, what should I do today? And I, this was early in the morning, and I'm, I, I start sitting down, you know, I'm going to sew some new bedding. You know how it is with your first baby? It's like you, mm -hmm. you got to spend twice as much to make it all yourself. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's oh, all, yeah. you know. And then the fifth one's like, <clears throat> oh, exactly. One's like, yep. Yeah. So, anyways, that's, that's what I was doing. I was um, sewing some bedding. And it was just so clear. It was just, you know, and I was talking to my brother, too, and praying, and I just said, Dan, you got to help me. Like, I'm, I'm going to really, you know, if you have depression at all, you can spot those clouds a mile away. Mm -hmm. And you, if, 
if you can do anything to prevent them from coming, you'll do it. So I did. I just prayed and I asked Dan, you know, what should I do today? And it was just so clear. It was like, go to Target. And I'm like, Target? <laughs> like, I never shop at Target. I just, it, it wasn't in the, the city that I grew up in until I was kind of older. So I never really, I don't know, I just never went to Target because I, I didn't grow up going to Target. So creature of habit, I guess. I don't know. So anyways, I decided to go to Target. And I walk in, and I'm like, oh, they have a Starbucks. I'm going to get a coffee, you know. And I look over, and it's like the whole store was in line for Starbucks. Like, everybody, nobody was shopping. Everybody was in line. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that because that will take 40 minutes. So I'm just going to go and uh, go shopping. So I walk down the main aisle, and now, remind you, I am I am trying to get myself out of the hole, okay? I'm trying to make myself not depressed over the fact that my husband was gone and my brother was dead and my family was, you know, going through the time that we were going through. And I look up and down the hall from me, like straight ahead, was the girl that actually hit my brother, okay? And I had not seen her since the day of the accident, okay? So this was almost two years later. And here I am walking face to face with the girl that that hit him. And I'm just like, of course, flooded with emotions because it's mm-hmm. just like this can't be happening. And I couldn't go off into another aisle because that would be too obvious. I mean, she mm-hmm. saw me. I saw her. And honestly, I felt sorry for her because I can't imagine the pain that mm-hmm. she had to have gone through. We knew this girl. Um, her family was just beautiful. Her mom was a teacher mm-hmm. um, at the you know, small grade school we had there, and everybody loved her, okay? And there were no hard feelings from day one. I mean, talk about total grace wow, there. That's I mean, amazing. forgiveness on the spot. <sighs> so, yeah, I saw her, and I know she saw me, poor thing. You know, her face was beet red, Aww. and she did not look at me when I passed her. And then I just kind of thought, okay, this is just awkward. I'm going home. I can't believe I tried to. Mm-hmm make myself feel better. Like, God, why did you do this? This is ridiculous. Why did I come to Target? Maybe I totally Mm -hmm. got that wrong. Maybe I was supposed to go to Walmart. I don't know, (laughs) you know? So I just thought, okay, so much for clearing my mind, you know, and being able to receive God's healing. Mm -hmm. So that was it. I was headed home. Um, So I go home and I sit down and I'm sewing again, okay? And talking to Dan. And all of a sudden it was like, turn on Netflix and watch a movie. And my first thought was, no, nothing is on Netflix. Nothing is ever on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not going to waste my time. Like, I'm just going to sew, and I'm going to try to be happy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I didn't even have my coffee because I was so upset. I just left Target, you know, so I'm just sitting there sewing. And about 30 seconds later, I had YouTube on. I, I should say that. I had the TV on, and it was on YouTube, and I had music playing. All of a sudden... The, and I'm not kidding at all, the TV totally, like the music stops. Oh my goodness. And I'm telling you, if this would have been at night, I would have been terrified. I would have been (laughs) booking it to my parents' house. And I always tell Dan, like, bud, if you ever come to me, just do it during the day because I can't handle Mm -hmm. things at night Mm -hmm. and dark and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I did, I did, I just said, you know, I don't know, I was sitting there. Music turns off, and I'm just, I was scared to look up. I mean, I can remember it vividly, and I, I did. Finally, I, like, looked up very slowly, and I saw the TV, and I saw Netflix on, okay? And 
it wasn't just on, but it was down two or three spots and over two. It was like I got the controller and, and moved it to this movie. And because it was so weird, I gave it a chance. You know, I turned it on, and I was reading what it was about, and it was a Christian film, and nothing against Christian films, but you know how the budget is just a little lower? <laughs> <clears throat> and sometimes they're just a little corny. Not to say that they're not good, because yeah. the message is always amazing. But I didn't know that I... I mean, I wanted something good if I was going to actually watch a movie. So I did. I just... I read it. It was called This Is Our Time. And it was about, like, these five... Four or five high school kids. They graduated high school, and they were ready to, like, take on the world. Okay? And they all had their different things that they were going to. And two of them got married, and they moved to... Where did they move? Um, I don't know. Really far away. Another country. And they were supposed to be missionaries there. And just beautiful couple, and the girl found out that she was pregnant, and they were all excited, so they decided to take the day off from the missionary work to go shopping in the markets. And as they walked across the street to go into the market, she was hit by a car. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So then I'm like, okay, you you have my attention, Lord. Okay, and... I will have to say, I got to back up just a little bit. When I started the movie, I said, I was like, okay, God, you've got 30 seconds to get my attention. Like, if this movie does not have my attention in 30 seconds, I'm turning it. And what movie has your attention in 30 seconds? You know what I mean? I don't even know why I said that. But it came out, the opening scene was, it was at graduation day, and the principal, or no, their priest, that's who it was, the priest was giving them a motivational little talk. Wow. And it was so amazing. And I mean, it was like beautiful. It was speaking right to my heart. It was telling me that, you know, the world, you know, you're going to do great things, but know that you're going to be met with resistance and obstacles yes. and you will overcome and all of this stuff. It was like, okay, you got my attention. <laughs> so now here we are. And the girl walks across the street and gets hit by a car of all things. And she dies. Okay. Okay. So then going forward, she, um, they were at the funeral, and her husband was just obviously distraught. And he just said, you know, why did she have to die? Why did she have to go like this? She was perfect. She was doing God's will. Mm -hmm. You know, we were doing what God wanted us to do. Why are we suffering? And the friend responded, and I'll just read this because I, I did write it down. He said, so just because it's God's plan, it's supposed to be easy. That's not what Paul or Stephen or Moses from the Bible would say. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that the most obedient ones in the Bible got thrown into the lion's den, were shipwrecked, stoned to death, and crucified. We are called to be faithful and obedient unto death. Why am I getting emotional over that? It's, it's Crazy. Beautiful. You know what I mean? So but it's beautiful. Yeah. So it's like here they are. Mm -hmm. They're doing God's will. Yep. And she dies. Okay. That's how I felt. My family, we were, you know, we were Catholic. We were good people. We were, yeah. you know. And uh, it's okay. so then, and then we get this, you know. Hmm. But this movie, you know, and I after the accident, I kept thinking like, oh, okay, I'm healed. I'm healed. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with, I'm at, I'm at peace. You know, I know God, or Dan's in a better place, and I, I'm at peace. And clearly, I was not, mm -hmm. you know, and God kept healing me. Mm -hmm. So I thought that day that I needed to go and just get a coffee mm -hmm. and and shop when God knew that I needed to see 
the person who killed my brother. Mm-hmm. I needed to go back to those feelings. I needed to heal on a more, on a deeper level. So, <clears throat> you know, we just, with what I said, you know, his explanation that the Christians, the people in the Bible, those are the ones that were being the most obedient, and those are the ones that suffered the greatest. Isn't that the truth? Though? Like, look at our saints. It, like, yes. the stories of our saints. Like, they, they suffered so much, but yet they <clears throat> right. still had trust in our Lord. Like, yep. they still followed through with their faith and with everything. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, what's so beautiful about that. I mean, it's yeah. like, suffering is not pretty. <clears throat> but, not at all. <laughs> but it's, but it's, it's necessary. It's necessary. Yep. Yes. Yep, I agree. Um, so speaking of that, actually, it was perfect timing there. The um, the apostles, you know. So I had to do some research after this because something told me it's like God was saying, you know, Kate, go ahead and look up how the closest people to me died. Like just <sighs> just do yourself a favor. And I thought I did. I don't even know how they died. Mm-hmm. You know. So here we go. Here's a rundown. This is just insane. If you don't know, so Matthew um, he suffered martyrdom and was killed by a sword. Mark died after being dragged by horses through the streets. Luke was hanged in Greece as a result of his tremendous preaching to the lost. John faced martyrdom when he was boiled in a huge basin of boiling oil. Oh my goodness. Now, he, it says he was miraculously, miraculously delivered from death and sentenced to prison, where he wrote his prophetic book, Revelation, obviously. Um, he was later freed and returned to serve as the bishop. And he died as an old man. So I guess God had mercy on him since he was boiled to death to at least let him die happily (laughs) as an old man. Can you imagine? I really can't. Um, So, yeah. And then let's see here. The only, uh, yeah, he was the only apostle to die peacefully. Okay. Wow. So moving on, Peter, he was crucified upside down. A lot of people know that. Um, It was in an X-shaped cross because he didn't feel worthy to die the same way that Jesus died. Wow. Yeah. Um, James, he was thrown over 100 feet down off of the temple, Mm -hmm. and that's because he refused to deny his faith in Christ. So they killed him. And let's see, James, yeah, fisherman, he willingly accepted his execution and was beheaded. Bartholomew was martyred. Andrew was crucified on an X-shaped cross. And let's see, who did I leave out? Um, Thomas with the spirit. Yeah, it, I could go on and on, but you get yeah. the picture. Yes. Okay. So, you know, how is that for God's calling, mm-hmm. you know, and enduring nothing but trials and persecution and death? So, and these aren't just like, it's not just death. It, I mean, these are horrific deaths, okay? Yes. And Jesus came here as a perfect man, and even he had to suffer, mm-hmm. and he was put to death. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell us for us? You know, this, this may be common knowledge, um, to know that these people died in this way, but it's worth repeating because I think that we need to hear it often because mm-hmm. I don't know, as as we, when we're born, I feel like we are almost born with like this entitlement. Like we believe, you know, growing up, it's like, oh, don't do that or you'll be punished, you know? So what happens when you're being good and you're still punished? It doesn't really make sense to us. Right. But as a Christian coming from that background, we know that um, nobody will go unscathed, okay? And I think that's important, and I think we need to, to, to stop believing that. It's new age. To believe that you're bringing on suffering, that is new age. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, 
that's karma. If you're good, you get good things. If yes. you're bad, you get bad things. No, it's if you're Christian, you're going to suffer. Yes. Okay, you're going to suffer regardless. Yes. At least if you're Christian, Catholic, you're going to have purpose in that suffering. Yes. Okay. And, and uh, what, hanging on to the cross during those sufferings, so yes. and really staying close to it because, like, we all have it, and we're all going to suffer at a point. But it's just hanging on and trusting our Lord. I completely agree. It's it is it all comes down to trusting, and it all comes down to like we've been saying, hearing His voice. Mm-hmm. And you know, just with the story I told, if I would have just done my own thing, if I would have just sat there sewing, okay, if I would have, you know, gone to Walmart instead of Target, which is what I felt like I was supposed to do. If I would have stayed, you know, stood in the the coffee line at Starbucks instead of going down that main aisle mm-hmm. right away, you know, I wouldn't have seen, you know, the girl that, you know, you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, it's all about listening at every second of every day because mm-hmm. if you do that, it, it completely changes everything, okay? There I was having my pity party at home. Thinking, oh, why did you know? Why did the suffering have to happen to my family? We were good people, and mm-hmm. you know. And I even asked God to explain it to me. Help me, help me to understand this. I didn't even say that part. That's what I was doing. I was sewing. I was praying, yeah. you know. And I was saying, God, explain this to me. And He did. Okay. So I think for you, if you are trying to learn how to hear His voice, I think it's amazing that you've made that step. And I want you to know that you are going to get discouraged. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you know, just like with this, you may not understand the things that you're being told to do, but just do them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, discern and pray and all of that. Yes. Um, because the enemy can do just as much, you know, yes. damage. <laughs> yes. So you really got to make sure that your source is coming from a godly source. And you'll know if it's not. Yes. It'll be clear. <clears throat> yeah. So just, you know, we're going to really get into that next podcast um, when we talk about different ways to hear his voice and really how to do it and how to discern. Mm -hmm. But we hope that with the last podcast where we talk about that it is possible, we hope that you really believe that wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, like Tamara said, you're not going to hear him. Okay? So have a little come to Jesus meeting. Know that it's possible and be ready. Okay? And then when you hear something, respond, mm-hmm. okay? And then when you find yourself in a hole and you're falling in deeper, just trust that God is taking you deeper mm-hmm. because he wants to heal you on a deeper level, right. okay? So, Tamara, if you want to take it from here. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, I just want to thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end us in prayer today. Um, Heavenly Father, I ask for you to bless all those who are currently listening those who you long to reach in other ways. May they feel your divine presence. May they realize their suffering has purpose and is only temporary. Please, Lord, heal any and all wounds. Renew their body, their mind, and their soul. Above all, I pray that you comfort them during the time of need and help each of them know their worth. They are priceless, all this. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless. Have a good day.